Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for joining us. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Veracity Networks, and my good friend, Drew Peterson. Thank you for believing in me and making this podcast, you know, viral. I mean, it's crazy how things are going. And, but it's, it's because of the amazing guests that I have on. And I want to thank all the previous guests for, for taking the time to do this. And today's no different. Uh, not only this, is this person amazing in my eyes, but I, I've known her for a long time. And she's a family friend. And her name is Tori Halford. Tori, thanks for joining us today. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, I've known Tori for a long time and her family. We love her family. Uh, Tori, I, I knew her um, just, you know, through, you know, towards the tail end of your junior high years and then mm-hmm. through high school, obviously. Yeah. Um, she's a, a phenomenal athlete. She played D1 soccer. Um, she's a fitness guru, if that's <laughs> the, the way to say it. She's does an incredible thing on, on Instagram, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. But uh, but I've also had the opportunity to coach you a little bit back in the day, you know, a little while yeah. back. And, and, you know, some things that you had kind of struggled with, with confidence and things like that. But to see where you're at today, and that's really why I was excited to have you on because, boy, you sure are just shining right now. <laughs> well, you're so nice. And it's all because of you, Todd. Oh, I doubt it. No, <laughs> you know. Well, I appreciate that. But uh, I've been grateful to be a small part of that journey. But uh, to see you kind of where you're at today. And I, I just really want our listeners to 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 witness that that transformation, so to speak. And mm-hmm. so, But where I'd like to start is maybe ask you, Tell us about your family and growing up. Tell us about the childhood years a little bit, if you don't mind. Okay, well, I'm the middle child of five, and I grew up in Sandy, Utah, Mm -hmm. went to Jordan High School, and kind of have been there ever since. Um, My family actually just moved to South Jordan, so it's kind of a new scene for us, but I grew up (laughs) mostly in Sandy, and just, you know had a blast right there i basically grew up playing soccer since i was six years old and until i um played in college right any other sports besides that or is that just mainly the one that you so i did dance growing up okay and i loved that um but then when soccer soccer became i played competitive soccer when i was 12 so when soccer became more serious I had to kind of pick one sport. I did play basketball in high school as well for oh, a couple I years. I didn't know that. Yeah, really? it was a blast. I actually loved <laughs> basketball too. Um, but then mm. as I was getting recruited by college coaches, I couldn't be missing those practices in the winter because that's when basketball right. season was. Yeah. So I kind of had to pick an, again what sport I was going to play. And I chose soccer again right. because I was actually doing pretty well in basketball to get some you know, scholarships and things like that. Yeah. And then it really became my sophomore year where I really had to decide. And I played soccer all my life. So that was really my true love. True love was soccer. But I honestly think that I was (laughs) probably naturally better at basketball. Just naturally. Yeah. It's so funny. I I mean, I've known you all this time. I had no idea you played basketball. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little two year stint. But okay. Yeah. Grew up playing soccer. I was recruited my sophomore year of high school to go play at UVU. And I had an academic scholarship and then half like soccer wow. scholarship yeah. so I was full ride um, up at UVU yeah and that's kind of where my whole journey starts is really right there yeah well I want to get to that for sure but I also want to talk a little bit about I mean tell us about your mom and dad I mean I, I've known them for a long time as well great people mm-hmm. what were some of maybe the things that you learned from them that you 
you know, maybe as a kid, you didn't really appreciate or understand, but now you're realizing I'm incorporating some of these principles in my life now. Yeah. I, my personality is a lot my, like my dad's, like we're kind of the gentle giants, I would say. Yeah. We um, are more reserved, don't have a ton of opinions that we need to say. We have them. We just don't really say them. <laughs> right. um, but I feel like a lot of my determination and my drive comes from my dad. I've seen him you know, be successful out of a lot of things. And I feel like that's where a lot of my personality traits come. Okay. But now as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more like my mom than I, than I thought I was like, Okay. my mom, she's very, um, like wants everything to be a certain way. She really likes to present herself in a way that's, you know, good. And yeah. I'm just like that. Like, I mean, funny stories, it's like our house, you know, like I always want my house to be presented in a way that's homey, but also clean, that yeah. you're comfortable there. Um, and that's something that I never thought growing up that it'd be like with my mom, but I am. I'm yeah. I'm more like my mom now. And now I'm so, I'm so sorry, mom, for yeah. all the things I put you through during <laughs> my junior high and high school years, because I really am so like her now. And she's my best friend and I can just talk to her forever. Right. And she cares. And yeah, she's my biggest cheerleader. Yeah, it's kind of like so. when they're telling you to clean your room when you're younger, you're like, no, I don't yeah. need to clean it. And then now that you have your own house, you're kind of like, I'm, I got to keep this clean. You know? Yeah, and for sure. So you see how you start being more like your parents. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm probably like 50-50 with them now. Yeah. And I think especially with going through college soccer and going through my confidence issues, as we've kind mm-hmm. of touched on a little bit, yeah. I am just finding my voice now. Yeah. As I've kind of ended my college soccer, because I think soccer, I val everything I valued, like if, if I was a good person or if I yeah. was successful in life was how successful I was in soccer. And that's kind of like where my value was based. So when you take soccer away, what am I? Oh, wow. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I've discovered this fitness page and inspiring yeah. others to be, you know, fitness minded is because mm-hmm. I lost everything that I thought was the most valuable in my life. Yeah. And then I had to start over and I had to be look inward and say, who am I? Who really am I? Am I just a soccer player or or am I much more than that? Wow. That's a, that's a really good point. And it, it, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like, as you're saying this, that was me with basketball. When, when basketball was officially done for me, Mm -hmm. I was like, who am I? I felt lost. I felt like, okay, and now I'm nothing, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so I, I really want to talk about that, but I want to go back a little bit when you were, Growing up, obviously, I mean, I think people who saw you from a distance and just, they're probably like, man, she's so confident. She's got it all. She's great at soccer. She's good at dance and basketball. But talk about some of those struggles that you were going through just, you know, with confidence. And I think it's pretty universal that we all mm-hmm. on some level struggle with that, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people looking from the outside in would have never thought that those were probably my biggest issues or insecurities on the inside. Mm-hmm. But I have this like inner self where... I think my biggest enemy was myself. Right. You know, people could tell me all day long, like, you can do this, you can do this. But if I didn't believe in myself, mm-hmm. then I thought that I couldn't do it. So I, I kind of fought with myself a lot because I had this one side of me that was like, you can't do something. Like, I remember we were trying out for soccer or like my high school soccer career, basically. Yeah. It was my freshman year and I was just trying to make the team. But obviously, every girl wants to make varsity. Sure. I mean, I knew I was a freshman, but yeah. that's what I wanted. Yeah. That's what was my goal was to make varsity. But I kind of knew it was in the distance. I kind of knew like I had to kind of 
serve my couple of years, you know, on the sophomore team or JV team yeah. before I could get to varsity. But going in, I I thought that if I didn't make varsity, then I failed. Mm. And I put those expectations on myself. Yeah. But the whole time as I was trying out, I was so nervous and I really I really was just so locked in on this varsity like playing time. Yeah. And I remember the results came out and I was telling myself, you know, I had I didn't have the best tryout. I was nervous. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And before they even read out the names, I already told myself I wasn't going to make it. And then as the names start rolling out, I was the last name on the list because I was a freshman and they said my name. And it was like to me, the coolest thing I could have ever accomplished was that. But what's crazy is the whole time I'm yeah. fighting with my inner self, like my inner self will tell me, you can't do that. You can't make varsity. You're wow. not that good. Yeah. And then I have this other part of myself that's like, yes, I can. I can do it. Yeah. But it's a lot smaller. Sure. You know, and it's that constant battle. And I think that's what I've grown up with my entire life is that constant battle of myself of is the can't going to win or is the can going to win? Mm. And I think that stopped yeah. me from doing a lot of other things that I wanted to try because I felt stupid or I felt like people were going to laugh at me and all of these things. Wow. You know, and I think everyone listening to this right now can relate with that inner voice where it's mm -hmm. that tug of war, you know, which one's going to win, right? Yeah. And I think especially growing up, I think we all struggle probably more so with the negative. It seems to be more negative because here, here was interesting what you said, Tori, that you had this expectation, like I, I have to make the varsity. Yep. But then at the same time, you're beating yourself up saying, I'm not going to make it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's just interesting how we do that to ourselves. And so I think you're, you're probably spot on. And I think it's with all of us that we are our own worst enemy. Yeah, totally. I think there's this inner saboteur that just tries to sabotage everything yeah. that you've worked hard for. And that's the thing. It's like, I worked hard all my life to play soccer. Why wouldn't I think that I could make varsity? Right. I've played since I was six years old. <laughs> right. I've been on the best team since then. Yeah. And Jordan, you know, they're, they were good, but they weren't one of the best teams yeah. in the league. And why, why was I doubting myself? Why right. didn't I just believe fully in myself? I don't know why. We have yeah. this inner saboteur that always thinks that we can't do something. Right. And, and what's interesting too, soccer itself, just playing soccer and not only playing, you excelled at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that in itself builds confidence, you would, you know, right? Yeah, you would think. But, and I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, if when you were playing on the field, I bet you were pretty confident while you were out there in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. But maybe when you stepped off the field, that's when that dialogue maybe got more negative about you know how good you are or that kind of thing is that accurate or yeah I feel like especially in my high school years I would doubt myself every time I came off the field you know mm. even if it was like I just got subbed out I'm like why am I getting subbed out did I do something wrong what was it that I did wrong and I'm such a people pleaser too <laughs> like that's such my personality yeah and so if there was something that I even thought that they looked at me a wrong way or mm -hmm. even like said something maybe like oh just good job I'm like oh yeah I played awful yeah. And that's how I would just sabotage myself. And I think that's what led me into not believing in myself is because of my own, like my own self would just sabotage whatever I had going on. I, there was no belief there Yeah, at all. Yeah. It's interesting. I think, and again, I think even people who are past high school years now, like I'm thinking about when I was in high school, I was doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't know why that's so universal. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we, I think it's because we try to compare like, oh, I wish I was as good as her or as smart as him or as pretty as her or whatever it might be. I think we, I think we kind of, again, we build up this narrative that doesn't necessarily, that's not true really yeah. at the end of the day. Totally. Right. Um, so, so obviously playing soccer, but again, here you are in high school, you, you, you go out for basketball and you make the team and you, mm-hmm. you do that too. So yeah. It didn't really hold you back, though, from still trying, which was interesting. Yeah. So one of the things that I will say is, like, even with basketball, I went in being like, I've never played basketball before. <laughs> and I think basketball actually taught me a lot because I didn't expect anything for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like I yeah. played all these years and I expected myself to play on varsity. It was like, yeah. I want to do something different. I want to do something fun. And I'm going to try out for basketball and see how it goes. Yeah. And I set no expectations for myself. Yes, did I make the freshman team the lowest team? Totally. But actually, as I went on to go through practices, I've always been someone who, if I step into something, I'm going to do it 100% and I'm going to mm-hmm. give it my all. Yeah. And I'm going to try to be the best that I can be. I never want to be mediocre at something. I always want to be the best. Yeah. And that's always been like my drive and my determination from my dad. Right. But as I I started with the freshman team and then I started starting on the team and then I slowly moved to JV. And then I started starting on JV and then yeah. to varsity. And that to me was just a huge confidence builder. Sure, yeah. Even though it wasn't the sport I originally played. Yeah. Because it showed me that I could do anything that I set my mind to. Right. And that's why I truly loved basketball because there was no expectations or anything. Yeah. And I think I accomplished more because I let myself go. I let myself just work hard. Right. And whatever came from that is what came. Yeah. And then I accomplished, actually, I was um, defensive player of the year my sophomore year and rookie of the year my freshman really? year. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they That's were really amazing. fun things yeah. that I got to do with basketball. And I was really actually sad when I couldn't play anymore. Yeah. You're like, dang it. I want to do both. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I actually really loved my time in basketball. It really taught me how to believe in myself and yeah. how I, if I put in sure. the work, then I know how to work hard and yeah. I can accomplish so many things from that. Yeah. And trying something that was different than soccer. Yeah. You know, a lot of people might go, Oh, you know what? I'm not going to even try that. But look, since you tried, look at what you got to experience. Yeah. And I think that's with my fitness page. I really want mm-hmm. people to know is challenging yourself. You know, we yeah. never want to be, I actually posted a post today that said mm-hmm. uh, mediocrity is not an option for me. Mm. And I just never want to be someone who is stagnant and just is okay with where they're at. I always want to be progressing. I always want to be challenging myself. I always want to be doing something new. Yeah. And I never want to be scared to do something. And I think that's something as you get older, you learn that who cares if people don't like you? Who cares if people are going to laugh at you? What are you happy with yourself? What's going to fulfill you? And how do you transfer that to whatever you're doing? Yeah. And I think I've learned that a lot from my husband, Tanner. He's honestly my best friend he's yeah. one of a kind it seems like you guys just have a guy. blast yeah he yeah. <laughs> he does everything and anything and he's always down he does dirt biking plays basketball right. snowmobiles like anything you any sport that you can think of he does it yeah. and he enjoys doing it and he does it well he's just a natural athlete like that but i love him because he always challenges me to do new things so right. i we were talking about this the other night <laughs> like every thing that I've learned in the past two and a half years of being married to him I've I think I've learned like five new skills wow just from him so I love him (laughs) because he challenges me both good and bad I will say 
Yeah. <laughs> but I really have to stand my ground sometimes with him. Right. <laughs> but no, he yeah. he challenges me and I love that about him. Yeah. I love that he likes to experience life and yeah. you know, challenges himself even. Sure. Well, I want to ask one more thing kind of more about, you know, your childhood and background. Um when you did have a bad day though, if yeah. you think back, how did you how did you get through it? Is this something you would, you know, would you talk to your parents about it? I mean, what were some of the go-tos, even even back then when you were younger, how did you kind of deal with some of those tough moments? I am go quiet. I don't yeah. like to talk about it. <laughs> like if I had a bad game, I just wouldn't talk. Mm. I held everything inside and I just dealt with it myself. And I think that really came to pass when I was in high school. I just would like keep everything inside and I wouldn't mm-hmm. ever tell my mom or dad what was going on. And I would lock myself in my room. And I, I think really it was because of the confidence issues. Like I felt yeah. like I was failing at something. And I'd never done well with thinking that I'm failing or right. failing at something. Okay. I mean, I don't know who does do well with that. But yeah. I'd a real, it would always set me back a lot. Yeah, I always wanted to be I'm a perfectionist. I've always wanted to be. I know yeah. that's a good and bad quality at times. <laughs> right. But I think I had a really hard time failing at things when I was when I was younger, and it would really take me a couple of days to kind of get out of it. Right. Yeah. And I, again, I think that's pretty common. I think a lot of us are in that same situation where it's hard to talk about sometimes that we're struggling. Yeah. It's hard to bring it up because it's almost like I'd just rather avoid it, right? You know, than totally. even talk about it. But uh, well, let's jump ahead just a little bit here. So you get a you get a scholarship to UVU mm-hmm. for for soccer, and then it was also academic as well. Yes, it was yeah. half academic as well. Right. So again, you're probably pretty competitive with your grades and things mm-hmm. like that. Too, yeah. Right? Well, that's the other thing. I don't like <laughs> failing at my grades either. If I get an A minus, that's oh, the you're end like, of the world. Yeah. No, and that's really cool. So tell us about that experience and kind of what you learned from playing Division One soccer. Okay, well, I will start with my sophomore year. I was recruited, which is actually really early to be recruited. Um, I had a verbal commit, and okay. I was really scared to commit because UVU came right out and was like, hey, we want you, okay. and this is what, you know, like come to our school, and they give you like a time period. Like you need to say uh, yes within this time period. Because if you commit period. to them, then other people won't reach right. out. Gotcha. Or and other so places. I remember, you know, I was talking to BYU, I was talking to Utah, I was talking to Gonzaga, like a bunch of couple schools that are around here, but they were all like, you know what, we're not really recruiting right now. Mm. It's kind of early for us. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And I kind of freaked out a little bit because I was like, I'm just a sophomore. I just got into my high school years. Now I have to decide where I'm going to college. I don't know what I want to do yet. Um, and then you view, they kind of were like, Hey, you know, if you don't want this scholarship, just let us know or right. else we're taking it away. And then after that, I was like, yep, I'm coming to view. That's where I want to go. <laughs> <That's> it, <yeah. laughs> that was kind of like the deal breaker for me, yeah, which looking okay. back, I think I was really scared to commit. But now that I'm through it, I'm mm-hmm. really grateful. I went to UVU. Right. And not because of soccer, actually soccer was probably the hardest thing for me in college but it just taught me so much after college. Right. I'm I'm glad I went through the experiences that I did even though it wasn't probably your perfect experience. Right. So I then go in my freshman year. Um freshman year was good. I played, so I didn't redshirt. I played, which was, you know, good for a freshman. Right. Um kind of played and didn't play. But I was happy with that because I knew I was a freshman and I was kind of this big fish 
going into a bigger pond with bigger fish. Right. <laughs> and yeah. um, I just knew that, you know, I have to put my time in as a freshman and then it will go up from here. Yeah. So I was actually really grateful that I was even playing my freshman year because mm-hmm. some of my friends weren't. And then I go into my sophomore year. My sophomore year started out really great. I was playing. I was starting every game. Yeah. And then I tore my ACL my re- sophomore year. I remember year. that. Yeah. yeah. And that was a really hard thing for me because when you tear an ACL, that's like kind of a big injury for a soccer right. player. Yeah. Some girls come back from it and some girls don't. Wow. And I was really worried about that because it was my sophomore year. I still had two more years to play. And I didn't get a red shirt, like a medical red shirt, because I had played too much. Actually, I played one game too much to red shirt. Yeah. Oh, no. And, um, but then I tore my ACL. I took it as, you know what, I'm going to beat this thing and I'm Mm going to come back stronger than I ever have. So I missed that spring and then I got to go into my junior year. Junior year was probably my hardest year. I didn't really play a lot, Mm -hmm. didn't really have the me and the coach didn't agree on everything okay and I really felt like my junior year was probably like my I was gonna be done after my junior year and I really was distraught I was like I'm gonna quit after this season it just wasn't the best season for me I felt like it was kind of draining me more than it was you know lifting me up right and then um my coach actually transferred to BYU and okay. I kind of it was my senior year now and I was like you know what? I'm just gonna give it one last shot yeah and just see how it goes with this new coach and I'm so glad that I did because my senior year was the best year really? I've ever had right and my his my coach came in his name was Chris LeMay he's probably like my biggest inspiration now really he's awesome that's great he came in from California and he really did take our team because we were all kind of broken down from our old coach. And he actually went to BYU, which for us was a rival school. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so we kind of all felt like he was a traitor a little bit, <laughs> you know. But right. um, but he took our team around and we we really worked hard. And he was a big believer in us that we could do anything we set yeah. our minds to. And then we went in and won the WAC that season. Wow. And went on to the NCAA tournament and played Stanford and lost, but Stanford did win the whole the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. So no, it was fun to kind of play against amazing, girls like that. For sure. But yeah, my coach Chris, I owe a lot of my success to him because mm-hmm. he was the first coach that I felt like believed in me mm. and put me in situations where he's like, I know you're gonna do this. It doesn't matter if you don't think you can, because I think you can. Wow, and I actually awesome. ended up switching my position. So my whole life I played forward and then my senior year got switched to play midfield, which I'd never played before Really, (laughs) and played every minute of every game and was captain of the team. And it was like a huge turnaround for me. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So I think a lot of my belief now is, yeah, you know, I am good. I am a good soccer player and I'm going to show you now that I'm good. And all it took was just one person to put that spark in me. And now that spark has just grown. Yeah. into a huge fire. I love it. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, I have a quote right above your head. It says, the most powerful weapon on earth is a human soul on fire. Mm-hmm. And again, sometimes it takes that one person to go, hey, no, you can play midfield and you're going to be amazing at it. Mm-hmm. It may be weird and awkward, but you're going to do it. Yep. And and, and he, 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 you proved him right. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I so made the really black cool. team and everything. Yeah. And wow. Well, and it's amazing all the things you learn in sports, especially on a college level, 
you know, the discipline it takes to do it, um, the heartaches, you know, you, yeah. you, you know, you, you tear your ACL and you have to you rehab from that and to come back. And that in itself is remarkable yeah. that you went from that injury to be able to have an amazing senior year, right? Yeah. And I actually think that tearing my ACL was the like thing I needed because I think I was stagnant. I think I was mediocre mm. at that point. And tearing my ACL was something like, okay, I have to work harder again to be better. Yeah. And I actually think even though I didn't play my junior year, I worked so hard and I looked at the people who were successful around mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And I would say, okay, what makes her successful? Why is she playing? Why am I not playing? Okay, what can I, you know, take from her that will help me? Wow. And I worked my way up. We have like fitness tests that we, mm -hmm. you know, test how fit you are. And if you don't pass right. the test, you're not supposed to play mm -hmm. and things like that. And I made it my goal to run with all the fast runners and make every single fitness test. And then I ended up doing that. Wow. So I think for me, for my biggest lesson with soccer and just with life, I think is if you work hard at something, if you really put two feet in and just put 100% of your determination and drive, then you can accomplish such great things. Yeah. Even if it's not like I wasn't playing my junior year, but I felt fulfilled for me. And I think that's why I was like, you know what? I could be done and I'd be okay. Yeah. Because I worked hard and I know I worked hard and that that's enough for me. That was enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I love what you said there. I was very well said. And, you know, it reminds me of a couple of things. First of all, I really do believe when we go through adversity, it's it's our wake-up call to our greatness. Yep. And I love what you said. It's like, okay, I have this injury, and what did you do? Instead of playing victim to it, per se, you're like, I'm going to start studying. I was, you know, you said you were stagnant. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of sitting there. And it's probably why you did that post today about mediocrity right yeah it's like i'm not going to do that i'm not settling for that so there it is in, in action <laughs> so that's really cool to see that how that tied in yeah but uh but no that's that's really neat that uh, you stuck it out and and how that you know your senior year was like just an incredible year for yeah you. it really was like a reward for all the hard work i yeah. put in for the last three years yeah so i was really lucky really Beautiful. lucky well let's let's talk about what you're doing now i mean you've got this fitness page on instagram you're building this brand um, you know, it's around fitness, obviously, um, but it's more than that. I know that. So tell us why you started it and how you started it and just, and we'll kind of just go from there. Okay. So obviously <laughs> when I graduated from college, from soccer, there were some opportunities for me to play like overseas and mm -hmm. being on a pro okay. contract and things, but that's also when I got married and I kind of had to decide, you know, is this something I really want to pursue mm -hmm. or is this something that I want to support my husband, support my husband in because he mm -hmm. was moving to Waco, Texas for his job. And I kind of, you know, do I want that long distance? Do I want to, yeah. you know, and I just decided, you know, I'm going to support my husband. I think that I want to be a mom someday yeah. and I want a family and soccer. Yes, it was my love, but now I have a husband that I love even more. Right. <laughs> so I went, we went to Waco, Texas and he was working and he was working really long hours. He was really trying to build something out there. And so I was home a lot and I, it really was like the bottom for me because I just come from this, you know, high senior yeah. year where I felt sure. so accomplished and I did so many things and then I'm nobody. Now I'm just sitting here alone in yeah. a house in Waco, Texas. <laughs> in Waco, Texas, where I don't know anyone. Right. I don't know if they even play soccer here. If <laughs> yeah. I could get on a recreational league. Yeah. I don't, I really had nothing. And 
Tanner was like, you know what? You need to like get up and you need to go do something. You just mm-hmm. need to do something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And he would go to the gym every day. So I started going into into the gym with him in the mornings and I started working out. And then you know, I was like, you know what? This is fun. Yeah. I like moving my body. I like being, I mean, I've been fit my whole life, but it was more like soccer right. made me fit. Right. And um, I went to the gym and started working out. And then I was like, I, you know what? I bet you there's people out there that don't know to work out, like don't know how to work out or don't right. know. They're too scared to go into the gym. Yeah. And so I started my fitness page um, when I was in Waco, Texas, because I okay. had the time to do it yeah. and I was going to the gym and that was kind of the highlight of my day every day. Yeah. And it was the time that I could spend for me and started my page. And at first I was actually really embarrassed about it. Like I didn't want all of my friends <laughs> to know. I didn't want my family to know, like I didn't share it with anyone. It really was like an accountability page for me as well. Like, okay, okay this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. these are the goals that I'm, in, I'm <clears throat> going to set. And this is the track the how I'm going to track it. But then I started getting attention to it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, do I want attention from this? Do I right, really yeah. want? And then I had actually a DM come in from an athlete and they were like, you know what? I've been where you are and I just ended my senior year and I don't know where to start. Wow. So thank you so much for sending or no, for posting your for posting, workouts. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like I'm not a certified personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone that I've been taking hours studying health and fitness. I really am just someone, a normal person that played soccer my whole life and then now I don't know what to do so now I'm going to go into the gym and I just want to relate to other either D1 athletes that when they lose that sport that they love so much what to do afterwards or even just women or men that need some help to go into the gym yeah and that's really what it is I feel like a lot of people just don't know what workouts to do and they pull up my Instagram or another one and do the workout and it makes it so much easier for them yeah, I love that. And I think that's why you're so good at it because you you, know, you just said it. I'm not certified. I'm not I'm, I'm doing this because I want to make a difference. I want to help people. Mm-hmm. And I think people feel that from from what you're doing. That's why I think I mean that's one of the reasons there's many mm-hmm. of why you're doing so well with it. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. But also I think <laughs> that the gym the gym for me is just like getting fit is a benefit mm-hmm. of the gym. But I don't go to the gym to get big muscles and tighter abs and mm-hmm. things like that, or even work out for that matter. I go to the gym because it helps me be successful in my own life mm-hmm. and helps me push past those limits. It's like all about challenging yourself again. Yeah. You know, like we're never going to grow unless we challenge ourselves. Right. And that's why I go. I want to go to be a better person, to be a better friend, to help serve other people, or maybe to help even inspire people if that's what they're needing. Right. I just think that it helps me be more of a successful person. Yeah, I love it. So cool. So tell me uh, or tell us uh, what are what are some of the principles that you teach? You know, uh, are there some set guidelines that you kind of like? Okay, these are the principles I'm going to hit. You know, weekly with my with my followers. No, because I don't. I feel like a lot of people they look at fitness and it's like if I'm not a bodybuilder, I'm not. Uh, or if okay. I'm not counting gotcha. my every single calorie that's going mm-hmm. into my mouth, then I'm not fit. Right. And I don't think that fitness is technically about that. I okay. think fitness is about how you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then that portrays the out- outside. Like right. when I first started going to the gym, I was lifting maybe 10 pound dumbbells, you know, trying to get that arm strength that I didn't have from soccer, <laughs> from all those throw-ins that <laughs> yeah. I didn't do. Right. No. <laughs> but um, yeah. 
And then as I started going every day and being consistent, you start trying new things. You know, yeah. you start, okay, maybe one day I'll try the cables. Okay, maybe one time I'll try the dumb, the big heavier dumbbells or the, yeah. you know, other machines in the gym. And then you start getting this confidence. But this confidence isn't just in the gym. It's in other things as well. Yeah, it spills like, over to everything. Yeah, it spills right? over into your whole life. Yeah. Um, and that's what I want to teach. I don't want to teach, you know, you can do every single workout in the book, but it's how you feel on the inside mm. that's going to matter. It's that... It's that inner self, you know, yeah, we've been the saboteur. About it. Yeah. It's like once we can challenge ourselves and beat that saboteur, I feel like there's, mm -hmm. it spills over into every single aspect in your, in your life. Yeah. No, that's great. I love it. So what are some of the, maybe some highlights that you've had since you've started this? Like, I mean, I know you've had people reach out to you. Talk about some of maybe an experience or two that just kind of blew your mind where you really made an impact on someone. I would say it's all about the DMs I get. Like mm -hmm. I love posting on my fitness page because it's fun to me, but it's not until I get like a DM from a girl that says, you know what, this really inspired me. Yeah. You really helped me. And I love following you because you help me be inspired and you help me go to the gym and all of these things. Those are what really matter to me. Right. I could get all these brands and, you know, have all of these things for free and, you know, post about all these things. But to me, that doesn't matter. Right. As long as I'm getting these, you know, DMs of, or, or I mean, I don't even have to be getting the DMs, but just inspiring other girls or women or even men for that matter. Yeah. You know, just to be doing, just to be pushing past those limits and challenging themselves in some type of way. Right. That's really all I want for my fitness page. I just want to help other people know that, you know, you can beat that inner saboteur and challenge yeah. yourself and you know, be confident or be anything that you want to be if you just push past those limits. Right. No, I love it. No, and your page is great. And I know, you, you know, it's really starting to grow, right? Is, is that kind of blow you away a little bit? Like, yeah. geez, look where it's going. For sure. I think, I mean, <laughs> I posted in Waco, but I didn't really start like focusing on it until COVID hit because people needed all these oh, home yeah. workouts. And so oh, I started yeah. posting home workouts, just my own home workouts. And I feel like since then I've gotten a lot more attention yeah. because of COVID really. Right. Because people didn't have the gym anymore. Right. And um, yeah, so ever since like February of last year, I've gotten attention. And yeah, to me, it's blown my mind yeah. for sure. Um, but I think my fin like my fitness page also is something for me that I have accomplished. Yeah. You know, I was always scared of what other people thought of me. I was always scared. I was always doubting myself. Mm -hmm. I was scared I couldn't do something. I always had this inner saboteur. Mm -hmm. And now having this fitness page and kind of being like, you know what? I don't care if you're going to laugh at me for posting these workouts. And I have. I've gotten, you know, made fun of or really? things like that. Yeah. People like people giving you a hard time. Yeah. And people will say, you know, like this isn't going to be anything. Like, you know that, right? Wow. Yeah. When I first started. And then <laughs> that's when it's funny because that was after soccer. So I learned how to believe myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you now. Now that you've said that, I'm going to show you that I can do this yeah. and that I can post these things. And so really, it's like this I, this whole circle, you know? Yeah. And that's what I really, my fitness page inspires other people, I hope, but it also inspires me to keep going yeah. and to push past those limits. And yeah, I just, I've been blown away by the support and response that I've gotten from people I don't even know. Yeah. And all over the world. It's, it's been so awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> the best feeling in the world is 
being at the gym and someone coming up to you and being like, oh, I did your workout yesterday. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really? so awesome. Thank <laughs> you for telling me. I'm like crying at the gym. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's been super awesome. I've loved every minute. And now here I am quitting my job here in April just to focus on this fitness page. Yeah. So it's really transformed my whole life. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to that competitive spirit, that drive that you always want to be the best. And, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's great. And you always want to be good at what you're doing. And But what I'm hearing mostly that uh, really stands out is that how now you it's more inner work that you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a little different from, you know, obviously back when you were in high school and stuff. Yeah. More so. So mm-hmm. I think that's neat. Yeah, I think... I, I love my fitness page so much because it's something that I started just by mm-hmm. myself. I didn't talk to anyone about it. It right. was my idea. Yeah. And just... I've been the one to grow it. You know, yeah. no one's really have had to help me or anything like that. I mean, I think my husband probably gets embarrassed when he's filming me at the gym with this workout. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, getting all those angles for me. <laughs> no, but it is something I'm really proud of. Yeah. And I'm proud that I've I've done it. And I do feel like it's just a statement for me of where I was when I was in high school when I was scared that I would even make the varsity team and I doubted myself and now here I am you know believing in myself building a product for myself having all these things so I love it well what do you so Tori what outside of this fitness thing what do you do to kind of keep your what does a day look like for you let's let's say it that way like how do you you know what do you do during a day to keep yourself where you need to be outside of maybe being at the gym yeah I would say three things stand out to me the most so first of all I get up the first thing I do is go to the gym every morning Mm -hmm. and that kind of kick starts my day the second thing I do really on a daily basis and if not a weekly basis is write in my journal that is the most important thing that I've learned yeah is journals I love journal writing I think it's because I do hold in a lot of my feelings and emotions because Mm -hmm. I am that people pleaser I don't like to tell, I don't like to have confrontation. Mm -hmm. So how I write down all my feelings and everything Mm -hmm. is in this journal. Yeah. And I've been, I've been journaling since I was a young girl and it's the coolest thing for me. And I actually post a lot of journal prompts on my fitness I was going to point that out. You do a thing called journal prompt. What's, Mm -hmm. what's your journal prompt or whatever, So basically a lot of people have a hard time writing in a journal because they just don't know what to write about. So I post these prompts of things like, you know, what do you want to accomplish this year? Mm-hmm. Or even simple questions like, what do you like better, the blue cotton wood or <laughs> cotton candy or yeah. the pink cotton candy? Right. Just little things to kind of get your mind flowing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are supposed to be inspirational and have you, sure. you know, think about things. Um, but yeah, so I do a lot of journal prompts on my page and a lot of people have actually loved that Yeah. Um, and have wanted me to keep doing that. And the third thing I would say is serving anyone but Mm. mostly serving my husband yeah serving keeps me you know humble it keeps me wanting to help other people and i feel like once you feel good about serving others you feel fulfilled as a person so those are the three things it's like the gym is for self-care you know yeah for physical needs right and then the journaling is for like your soul right so it's like more of an inner inner spirit yeah helping that and then serving others is kind of like your kindness to the world yeah and i think all those three things putting it together creates how i stay on the right path is just taking care of those three aspects wow i love it very very good advice too you know to hear that and to to 
incorporate. I've never been one to journal too much, but when I do, it, it, it it's amazing how you feel. Yeah. You know, even if it was something that you're writing down that you're struggling with, mm-hmm. almost just getting out it on paper, it's like you almost feel like, okay, like the weight just kind of lifted totally. a little bit, right? Yeah, and I, and that's the other thing. Like, if not journaling, meditating, doing something, yeah. you know, that takes care of that yeah. inner self for you, that self-care. Yeah, I love it. Very cool. So um, do, you, do you read? Do you like reading books? Is there someone that you like? Is there... Just curious if there's someone that you like to read that uh, you learn from or anything like that. My biggest book that I've loved and I've read over and over and over again is How to Influence Friends. Mm-hmm. And um, what is now? Now I'm having like How to Influence Friends. And yeah, and I'm drawing a blank myself. I know. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> now, I'm like, it's my favorite book. And then I can't yeah. even say the name. But no, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. There That's we what go. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my favorite book of all time. I think it's not only helped me in my relationships, but it's helped me in my work life, my Mm -hmm. fitness page and all these things. Cause I think if you can connect to people and if you can inspire other people, that's how you're really going to get well attention, like your podcast, right? Like I've listened to so many of your podcasts and I love every single one of them. And I learn a new thing from, you know, every person that you have on here and it's so inspiring and I connect to that. Yeah. And so I feel like the more people you can connect with, the more people you'll have an influence over. Yeah. No, thank you. And I love that. And um, I, I couldn't agree more that connection piece. And I think that's why your fitness page is also doing so well is that I think just the average everyday person can go there and feel connection. You know, again, you don't you're not talking down to people. You're not saying, well, hey, why aren't you doing this? And that, you know, it's just like, hey. I've been there and you've been very vulnerable. I've noticed <laughs> on your, on your fitness page where you talk about things you've struggled with, which again, I think that's why people love you is because the, the realness of it. Yeah. Well, you're nice, but I just feel like, yeah, I, I, I want people to be real, you know, like mm-hmm. fitness, everyone thinks it's like a quick fix. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds and <laughs> a month. Right. And that's just not, it is. It's yeah. all about your lifestyle and your, yeah. You know, what you do every single day, the consistency of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think it, I really want to focus on, you know, your inner self and how that makes you feel. Because right. if you're happy with yourself, then you're going to be happy doing whatever you're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, I just want to be, you know, real. I'm just like, yes, I was this D1 athlete, but I still don't know how to work out, even though all my workouts were planned for me, mm, you know? Yeah. And I'm not like this nutrition god i'm like i literally (laughs) ate carbs for every single meal when i was playing soccer (laughs) sure and i wouldn't suggest that now right but yeah i just (laughs) i just want people to know like i'm just a normal girl too yeah and i'm not this bodybuilder i'm not trying to be this bodybuilder i'm really doing it to to make myself feel good on the inside right so hopefully i can connect with you with that very cool well if if people listening right now want to reach out to you and you know, get to know you better or follow your fitness page. What's the best way for them to do all that? I would say my Instagram, Tori Elizabeth Fit. You can DM me on there. I'll answer all of your DMs, all of your questions. Um, my followers are really important to me because obviously they're the ones that are mm-hmm. like getting me all these brands that are noticing me is because of them. So I really try to dedicate a lot of my time to connecting with my followers, talking with them, yeah. knowing to, knowing them, you know, what their struggles are to help right. them with that. So yeah, any questions, you can DM me on my Instagram page. Right. And that's kind of where everything flows is from there. Okay, great. 
Well, I challenge anyone listening to this to reach out to you and check out the page. And even if you're already you know, into fitness and this and that, this is just an added benefit for what you're already doing. And again, you have a different approach, which I really do like as well. I think so many people are doing it kind of a certain way. Yours is different. And that's, again, another reason why it's doing so well. well thank you. Um, so if you could give our listeners right now who may be struggling, who might uh, just, you know, they're in a rut or they feel sad or they're just struggling overall, what what's what's a challenge that maybe you could give them or some advice or anything like that? You've already given amazing advice. but Yeah, well, you're nice. But I actually <laughs> really wanted to read this quote while I was here okay. because it's like Beautiful. a big sum of everything that I believe in. And you guys have probably already heard it before, but it's the Coach Carter quote yeah from his um basketball player yeah please so i know it. it's kind of long but i'll read no, it fast please um our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us you're playing small does not serve the world there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you we were all meant to shine as children do it's not just in some of us it's in everyone and as we let our own light shine, we, consci- we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So my yeah. challenge to everyone is challenge yourself each and every day. Because if you're challenging yourself yeah. and you believe that you're more powerful beyond measure, then you're actually going to give other people the right to shine their own light as well and to follow you as well. And that's really what we're here for. You know, we're here to progress. We're here to learn new things. We're here to not be mediocre. We're here to be the best self that we can be. And if we all can be the best self, then what a world we could live in. Right. And if we can inspire others around us, then that's the biggest influence that you can have is the people around you. Yeah. So if I could just inspire one person to shine their light and to progress, then that would be enough for me. Wow. So challenge yourself this week to do something out of your comfort zone and to progress in life. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Dang. There you go. There's some fire from Tori right there. <laughs> I love it. Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. No, that, that was beautiful. And uh, I love that quote. I mean, you may even have it on my wall right there. You're powerful beyond measure. It's, it's one of the principles that I teach my clients. And I couldn't agree more. And thank you for sharing that. And, and I know someone... I have, we have a big following and I'm sure there's someone out there who needed to hear that today. So thank you. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you too, Tori, for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come sit down with me. And it's been a while since I've seen you, but I've been following you obviously, and you're doing amazing things. And so thank you for being willing to come and share your story with us today. No, thank you. I'm so humbled and honored to be here. It's been so fun. And obviously I've gone to your classes before and Mm -hmm. I've just learned so much from you. So this is you know, the best thing ever that I could actually be here talking to you about this. It's, it's, it's kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Well, it's it's neat for me too to see, you know, you know, I, I knew that you were struggling with your confidence because you were really open to me back then. But mm-hmm. that's why I'm so impressed with you because where you were there then and where you are now, it's, it's truly remarkable. And it's because you just you're willing to put yourself out there. And I just love it. And I support you in any way I can help you you know, move forward in your life with whether it's with your brand or you personally just know that I'm always here for you and, and your family. We love your family. We just think the world of them. They really are amazing people. And, you know, we're just grateful to know you. Yeah. We love you guys as well. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. I told you this was going to be awesome. (laughs) It was amazing. Tori Halford, please check her out on Instagram, you know, follow her on her 
um, fitness page and then DM her with any questions you might have, whether it's about fitness or just trying to believe in themselves, yourself or whatever, please do that. And, and I want to thank everyone for always tuning in week after week. I can't believe this. We're like, I, I pinch myself. We're blown up and it's just neat. And, uh, so thanks for all you do. And again, thanks to Brassy Networks and Tori one last time. Thank you for being here today. Thank you.